smells like Cheetos. It literally does. Your feet smell like Cheetos, and it's really gross. Ew. More like Fritos. this out i got you don't worry i got you baby doll table talk with rookies family you found it you're about to go through an audio roller coaster of ups and downs and entertainment completely i am the rookie this is my family and we're not here to solve the world's problems we're just here to have a little round table talk and discussion about current events etc we're all over social media and if you found us right now you found us on Super Bowl Sunday is when we're recording in the morning before the big game. And uh, we're all only going to talk about your favorite commercials, right? Is that correct? Maybe next week. No, I'm just kidding. Um, that is a cliche. Have you, guys, have you guys seen any of the commercials yet? I have. I've yes. seen a couple previews, and I like what I see so far. I have not seen yeah. one. I've seen two of them, the Hyundai Sonata and the Google ad. Did you go online so, and watch the entire one? No, it's just they. these companies run them early now. It's like yeah. they're spending so much money on making these commercials that they just, a, a week before, all of the Super Bowl commercials. I would out. suppose. Like if, it, you go and watch, if you go and watch a video on YouTube, the pre-ad will be a Super Bowl commercial now. Hmm. I would suppose in Boston, the Hyundai is a pretty big commercial. Oh, yeah. Smart, Everybody loves it. Wicked smart. I think it's hilarious. Yeah, I, I like it too. In Minnesota, we've got one from Winona that Winona Ryder is doing. So uh, we've seen that go. quite a bit around here. You can take Winona out of Winona, but you can't take the Winona out of Winona. Mm-hmm. What? Something like all, that. All the people in the Hyundai Sonata commercial are from Boston. Too. Yeah, yeah. That's very clever. I'm yeah. digging that. Um, halftime Entertainment is what? J-Lo and Shakira. Shakira. As Pat Rice, you once called her. Who is Shakira? Nope, it's Shakira. I'm not quite sure how it's going to be. We'll have to see. I'm invited. Oh, go ahead. I think it'll be great as long as Pitbull makes an appearance. Oh, you know he probably will. Is he He around? Is he available? How can you not be? Always available. Wait, what am I saying? How can you not include him? You have to, especially it's in Miami. You have This morning, Matthew and, uh, and listeners... I was, uh, Peter Thiel, who I worked here at KSDP with many years ago, had shared something on Facebook about running through Prince's halftime show in 2007. And it's, somebody transcribed, it must be video, but it is absolutely fantastic. It's a long read, and these guys are rolling their eyes at me. But it by far was the best performance at a halftime show ever. And to see how it came to be, uh, I, I shared it on Facebook, so go to my Facebook page. And and check it out. It's really a good read. And once this show is over, I'm going to go and watch uh, Prince's halftime show from 2007. Uh, and that was in Miami as well. And it rained like hell. But I I thought that one goes down as one of the worst in history. Oh man, no! I thought it was so great just because they they had one guy that was under. Oh, no. I was thinking of the one when the Super Bowl was in Minnesota. Oh yeah, that the was Winter Wonderland one. Yeah, that was really bad. That was '91. Um, but one of the guys, they were so worried about losing power, they had one guy, while it's raining, underneath, holding on to the plugs to make sure they did not come undone in the rain. 
Oh my god! You know, risking electric electrocution. Yeah. And uh, but yeah. anyway, I uh, I digress. But uh, Prince's 2000 performance was the best ever. Uh, do a little research on it and, and go for you, it. it. We spent the whole morning, and, literally uh, hours, listening to Dad read this stupid Prince article. I was so I think over that it. we should move on. Prince was a crazy clown. He wore um, Heelys. Prince is overrated. Okay. We're going to say read the article and drop it, the, drop it out there. All right. Go ahead and fire so up. We do a <clears throat> little competition every year for the Super Bowl, and Matt and I usually do sliders, a different version. And would, How long do you think we've been doing that? Three years. No, no, no. idea. It's longer because than we used that. to do nachos. Probably five. At least. Yeah. So, anyway, it's a competition, and then people, the kids vote on who had the better of the two. And this year, Matt narrows it down to three choices. And he decides that he needs help in deciding which one he's going to make. So, he puts them in our family group message on texting. And... Mm -hmm. Wants to get everyone's opinion on which one he should make and didn't realize that that might possibly be cheating. I didn't. Have, you, have them all pick their favorite of these three and then not choose it in the it, end to win. It was very innocent. It was to say, hey, uh, which one of these do you think I should make? Not which one do you like the best? To clarify, I mean, no I, one I, even everyone would want you, Everyone would want you to make the one that would be the favorite. They liked, well, right. I didn't really realize it until after I sent it out, and then Mom went crazy on me going, you just cheated. And I did not cheat. I was My intention was not to gain uh, acceptance. It was, of these three, you which just, do you think is... Just didn't think it through. Yeah, I didn't think it through. I didn't yeah. intentionally cheat. Yeah. I, if, I, if I wanted to intentionally cheat, there's so many other ways I could rig it. Hmm. Really? No, I'm kidding. I'm not that what, intelligent. Pay all the kids back. Yeah, that's what I've been doing the yeah. last five years. <laughs> I think I won last year. Dang it! You backstabbed me, guys. So yeah, so we have this. So I, I apologize for my. Uh, uh, I did not intent intend to cheat. Intent? Yeah, my intent is was it, not to cheat. Oh, what you're making public now? Do we know or cannot be said yet? Mine's very simple: hamburger, nothing fancy, Hawaiian bun, typical. And then I have a little twist. Hmm. And mine is, yeah, I guess I can tell now it doesn't really matter. Oh, right, that's true. Uh, Do you want to know what my twist is? Yes. Yeah. It's going to be a cheese fondue dipping sauce that you dip your hamburger Ooh. into. Ooh. Dang, nabbit. I have to up my game. Um, I'm doing a, a pot roast with the pot roast recipe of the butter, the ranch, and the brown gravy. And it's in the crock pot for about, I don't know, seven or eight hours. And then I have a uh, little special sauce, a little light horsey sauce, and I'm putting them on a buttered toasted mini croissant. Are you putting the horseradish sauce on? It's not full horseradish sauce. It's a, I'd it's be a different real, I'm going to warn you, I'd be real careful. I hate horseradish. <laughs> Any kind of horseradish, I hate. So I'm giving you that warning ahead of time that I hate horseradish. And then McClare, or Sophia's doing hors d'oeuvre. Yep, I have. Um, they're called taco cupcakes, and it's basically a taco in a wonton wrapper that you bake. Mm. So it'll be interesting. Sounds it's like very crunchy. good. Yeah. And McLaren is going something that... 
We're doing something that goes with the meal. Yeah, I don't know if I mean I don't know if people will want to eat it with the burgers, but I'm doing a, like a homemade fry just in the oven, not deep frying, and then I'm gonna do dipping sauces along with it. So there'll be a seasoned sour cream, garlic aioli, and then honey mustard. I might have some extra horseradish sauce for you too. To, if you want to make another <laughs> no. sauce. And Gabe, you're up for dessert. What? Okay. I was, I'm sorry, I was grabbing my article, so I'm not. I'm not really. You're up for attention. dessert. Yeah. Do you want to tell what your dessert Please, is? Please, would you like to join the podcast and kind of let us know? I don't really know what my dessert is. Are you doing strawberries? Oh, I've got okay. strawberries. It, yeah, but that's not what it's called. All right. You need to get your life together. Maybe today. say what it is. It's it's strawberry and um pound, pound cake. cake. Were you at the store with and, us and yesterday? You know what? He oh, actually, cream. Yeah, this was his thing, and now all of a sudden he can't remember. Well, it. I just thought it looked good. Goes mute. Like, hmm. All right. And Matthew, what are you doing today? So we're going over to Haley's, having some people over there, uh, and everybody's bringing a different dip. So it's sort of a dip party. Um, I'll say. And I will be bringing my crock pot over, my newly acquired crock pot. Thanks, Gabe. You're welcome. Uh, I haven't actually used it yet. This will be its maiden voyage. Okay. Uh, the debut. Uh, and I'm going to be doing meatballs in, like, a sauce. So you're opening up a bag kind of, of not doing the dip. You're opening up a bag of frozen meatballs and throwing some barbecue sauce in there. Yeah, some Heinz sweet chili sauce and oh, okay. some jelly. Yep, great okay. jelly. Nice, yeah. nice. Any, any tips? No, it's pretty simple. Yeah, that's it. You just kind of throw it in there. Yeah, I think it's on high for like two or three hours. And yeah, kind of just till they there. get warm. Yep. Toothpicks. Yeah. Yes, you need to get toothpicks as well. Got it. That sounds good. Well, I'm going to switch it up because, Matthew, I was going to have you go, but I'll just say a couple of quick things here that uh, in Massachusetts, their favorite Super Bowl snack, it's so weird, gluten-free pretzels. Fake mm. news. Those what? are so good because they're kind of bubbly. That's good for Sophia because she's got a gluten tolerance. I do. Who gave that stat? <laughs> I would just say pretzels. Why do they have to be gluten-free yeah. pretzels? Because my guess is most... Most of the people Matthew's met in Boston are going to just eat pretzels. There might be one yeah. or two that need to be gluten-free, but not the entire no. city of Boston. Gluten-free pretzels are better than it's regular. Kind of weird. Nope. In California, the 49ers fans are going to be having baked chicken breast. Hmm. No. <laughs> it sounds good, but that's a weird thing to... It's very weird. Kansas City is a little bit more... Barbecue. You would yeah. expect. Buffalo chicken dip. Mm-hmm. Right, sure. I, I, you know, I get that one. Uh, I think that would be ribs or something. Uh, yeah, Wisconsin likes buffalo chicken dip, too. Oh, I, love, I love it. I don't like it. Uh, Florida. This is really weird. And actually, there were quite a few states that had this. Hmm. Cake. What? Nope. I buzz out on that one. I love cake. cake. I don't, yeah, but I don't yeah, get that weird. for the Super Bowl. What okay, kind of just one more. Minnesota. Cake. Tacos. No. no, I could be there for that. <laughs> well, we used to do the big nachos. I love tacos. Nachos are totally different from tacos. Well, thank God we didn't have the um, the Jello with fruit in it like they did for what was it Memorial Day or Fourth of July? Minnesota's biggest no, thing is. I think that was for Thanksgiving, wasn't it? I don't remember. Yeah, it was, it was something right. embarrassing though, because yes. nobody has uh, Jello with grapes or fruit in it. Yeah. Of course, well. my appetizer goes perfectly with our state. Yes, it does. All right, she's right on. Yeah. What's your appetizer? 
Taco cupcakes. Oh, my God. You really did tune out. Yeah, he did. <laughs> Joining the podcast now is Gabriel Mikulski. Yeah, just right. had a All right, what's next? Who's up? What you doing? Matthew. We're rolling right along. Um, I just came across an article, uh, and I always find this interesting, so I thought I'd read it. It's in regards to the Super Bowl and what the players make in addition for being a part of it. Uh, so you get in the NFL, the players get paid weekly. Yep. And it, if you make it to the playoffs, you'll get a bonus. And the further you go in the playoffs, you continue to get bonuses. Right. Uh, and it's both active and inactive. And if you're injured, they all get paid for being in these games, which is interesting. Uh, so if you are a wild card team, such as the Vikings were, each player goes home with $27,000 extra. Oh, wow. Huh. For, for playing in that game. If you are a wild card round or division winner, you get paid $29,000. Okay. Uh, if you just make it to the divisional round, you also get paid $29,000. So wait a minute. So these, Is this, I make it to the wild card. I make it to the wild card. I get that 27000 And then I beat our next game and I, I beat the division. Is that another twenty nine grand? I think it's... So if you make it to the wild card game or team, you get twenty seven. Okay. But if you make it to if you advance to like the conference championship game, yep. the payment goes up to fifty four. So I think Pop, okay. you just get like fifty four then. That's my guess too, okay. So you might not be paid these bonuses until the playoffs are done. Right. Mm-hmm. The article doesn't actually address that. Uh, but the check amount just goes up. So it essentially doubles if you make it to the conference championship to 54. Hmm. And then if you win the Super Bowl, you get $118,000 a person. Ooh. Lucky. Uh, and the team, that, that's if you win it. And if you lose the Super Bowl, you only get 59. Oh, too bad. Shoot. So they're paying. They're they're playing for what, hundred and twenty, sixty. Yeah. So like eighty grand. Wow. And I will say this. Sorry, not eighty grand. So, sixty. So you're allowed um, a certain number of shares per team, and a lot of times, what some of the players do is they award. They'll 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 grant a share or two to maybe an equipment manager or another assistant coach or something like that. You know, they're making all the money, but I know they do this in baseball. I'm sure they do this in football too, but they'll, they'll take you know, some of their shares and spread the money to the non um, uh, players so they can kind of have a, I don't know, just a little bonus. It's nice. a, it's a neat thing to do. That is cool. Yeah. Super cool. Okay. Uh, I just thought those were interesting to, Hundred and eighteen grand for winning the Super Bowl. Hell yeah! It's kind of a funny number. Yeah, I wonder yeah, how they arrive. It's increasing every year. Like they're saying, in the past few years, it's steadily going up each year by like three to six thousand dollars. Man, the NFL makes a lot of money. That's for sure. Is that are they the highest paid athletes? No, by a no. long shot. Is it they're NBA? Not. NBA for, for oh, sure. NBA. Okay. You could. Uh, you could be the seventh man on the bench, and you're still making six point eight million dollars a year. Gotcha. If you exclude any of the individual sports, gotcha. Like right. golf and boxing and stuff. Yeah, they're always going to be there. Or uh, soccer is pretty high up there too. 
Because it's Formula One racing. Okay, enough sports talk. I want to talk about being classy because I have realized that I check (laughs) off a lot of boxes of being classy. And so I just want to share my knowledge with the world of how people should be classy. All right, here we go. Classy. Sophia McCall. Number one, act gracefully, demonstrate good manners, stay calm in stressful situations, avoid swearing, and maintain good posture. None of those you do. This was number one? That was like 10 things. Well, I'm like, that's under act gracefully. Mm. I think Sophia oh. does a I'm lot doing of like that. three. Oh, I do. She'll panic when something bad happens. She well, swears who all of the I, time. She does, she does not, not swear all the time. I do no. not swear. You should hear her when your guys aren't around. I do not swear. <laughs> Are you kidding? I don't swear. I don't, I don't know believe what he's that. talking about. Sophia, yeah. I don't swear. I, I love your angel's wings and your halo. Yeah. So. Thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, part two. Being sophisticated. Trying new <laughs> cuisines. Expanding your knowledge of art and culture. And learning a new language. Mm. Christine yeah, to cook a potato in the microwave for the 15th time today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Again, doesn't do those. Uh, last night, I really did. We had French Meadow last night, and it was so good. You guys need to try the green coconut curry there. Mom and I both had it. Very good. Um, part three, dressing well. Go for high-quality fabrics. Choose neutral colors. Wear tailored clothing. Steam or iron your clothing. And wear minimal accessories. We all know she doesn't like, wear good clothes. You might falter there sometimes. What? It sounds like a lot of work. Matthew. <laughs> when you say what, a lot of times I'll say, uh, maybe not that. No. Because we have very different styles, Mom. Hairstyle. So that's why. What Cover little kind of clothes I, can I wear out? You guys, I <laughs> don't. First of all, I rarely go out. True. And when I do, I'm not. You should see how girls dress now. I do, I'm a boobs are out, everything. Yeah, well, we and got those. I'm a very, I'm very chic when I go out. It's not okay. chic. And I have a cool clothes. outfit every time I go out. Okay. Okay. Uh, last one. Stay well groomed. Nails clean and manicured. And then wear subtle makeup. That's hmm. all I have. Huh. That's very nice. You stay classy. Yeah. He, I, I like to say keep it classy. Mm-hmm. You really should. You get more of classy. I really have been focusing on that this year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think I've been doing a superb job at it. Nice. Oh. Mm-hmm. Good job. Okay, Very classy. Let's Am I up here? The word of the week this week. Yeah. I'll throw that in there for you. Sure. Uh, it, it was Arroyo. A-R-R-O-Y-O. Kind of like Ariel. It is. It is like Ariel. It's. It is a basically like a dry riverbed that's been carved out by a stream, and usually found in the southwest of the United States. And how did you find opportunity to? That's use this what word? my question was going to be. Uh, right I talked about what an arroyo is on the family podcast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's about it. <laughs> it doesn't apply know, that much. I thought if I maybe met someone from Southwest United States, I could work it in somehow. Uh, I did not meet anyone from <laughs> Southwest United States. Oh, my gosh. That's very funny. Yeah. Um, my thing isn't coming up right now, so uh, I can go. you go ahead while I, I'm uh, running into problems with the Star Tribune website here, making me yes, subscribe, I and I can't. It, it's maddening, all, isn't it? All you need to do is click on it. And then let it open up, and then go back and click on it again, and you can get it on their paywall. All righty. 
Right. Keep going, though, Megan. Okay. Um, I have just a couple random things. So you know how every now and then there's the new challenges that come out, like eat the Tide Pod challenge yeah. or the Cinnamon mm-hmm. challenge. Which, by the way, do not eat any pods. Well, yeah. People I, will die. Really? Oh, we yes, care? I think people have well, gathered that well, by now. Well, I know, but some there, people... There is a new wondering. challenge, and it's called the Outlet Challenge. No. Yeah, it's I don't like just the wait. Of it already. Participants insert the plug... <gasps> Uh, insert the plug part of a phone charger cord only part way in to try to produce a spark by touching a penny to the exposed no. metal. That's so dumb. What? Why? This and is- it literally starts on fire and you get electrocuted. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. It's a great time. Um, you, get a, you get a great shock? Yes. Okay. And the other issue, the uh, Plymouth Fire Chief says the other issue can be that you can damage some electrical wiring behind the wall. And they show a photo, and literally the penny is melted onto the <gasps> phone charger, and the phone charger is, like, charred black. What? Oh, my I gosh. Just, yeah. People wonder why I don't want to be around, like, college people, and this is why. People are so <laughs> stupid in the world, and I'm so over it. People need to grow up and be smart. Yeah. They need to be classy. Ridiculously so, stupid. Yeah, how dumb. I don't. Who comes up with these stupid challenges and why do they become so not famous but widespread? Well, I don't think that one's widespread. Well, not I to mention, they're honestly they're doing damage to the house. Yes, literally. Yeah, it causes a fire. Right. Wow. That's one of the most stupid things I've yep. ever seen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then my next one. Which I think Matthew knows about because I looked to the Instagram account and Matthew is following him. Is a six year old in Connecticut. He is a yeah. new viral sensation. He reviews Shirley Temple. I've seen it. Yes. He's and he Shirley is, Temple King. Yeah. The Shirley Temple King. And he's like serious about it. So he lives in Fairfield County, Connecticut. And literally. Which, I'm sorry. Yeah. It's a kitty cocktail in Minnesota. Yes. Right. Yeah. Um, goes around to all these different restaurants trying to find the perfect kitty cocktail. <laughs> and his definition of a perfect Shirley Temple is a glass, three cherries, and a good balance of grenadine. And he's just this cute little nugget. And his uh, Instagram is literally just a bunch of videos of him reviewing kitty cocktails. What a good idea. I should have done this when That's I was so younger. Cute. I was yes. I was like the CEO of kitty cocktails. When you know what I noticed, though? When you are making a kitty cocktail, what do you put in your kitty cocktail? It's grenadine to be Sprite. and Sprite. Yes. He has grenadine in Canada dry multiple yeah. times on his hmm. Facebook page so or Instagram page. So then I was thinking, I've never had a kitty cocktail with Canada grenadine, uh, ginger, ginger ale. ale. Thank you. And uh, grenadine. So I was like, maybe that's a better I wonder version. if that has to do with where you live. If it's a regional thing. That could be like a Roy Rogers or a Roy Shirley Rogers. Temple. Or Matthew, a... you need to go out to Boston when you're going out and ask for a kitty cocktail and see what they put in it. They will not know what that is. A Shirley you Temple. Have to say a Shirley Temple out there. <laughs> I've been having this debate this week because this, this kid's been the talk of the town because Barstool reposted him. Yeah. That's right. And so that's what, yeah, that's why he's he's blown up all of a sudden, gotten all these followers. So he's been a hot topic out here, and I've been yelling at everybody to call them kitty cocktails. 
Most people had never heard of that. That's insane. Never even heard of a complicated cocktail. Huh. I believe it. Well, when you when it, you say kitty cocktail, it sounds like a, a kid cocktail. But then it says Shirley Temple, non-alcoholic. Duh. If someone says Shirley Temple, there's no hint at that it's alcoholic. I feel well, that's like the whole Shirley, idea that it's not. I I feel like Shirley Temple sounds more alcoholic than kitty cocktail. Yes, but Shirley Temple was a little kid. That's why it's called that. It doesn't matter what it is. It still sounds more alcoholic than a kitty cocktail. I feel. Well, speaking of kids, I just have a cute little story that I saw on Facebook this week. It had to do with a teacher. And I I believe she was a first grade teacher. I don't know for I I don't remember for sure, but young. And she has a deaf student in her class who happened to pass gas. And the whole class started laughing. And the little boy, he got kind of upset because he didn't understand why are people laughing at me. So the teacher ended up turning the whole lesson into a lesson on passing gas. Oh, my gosh. And the little deaf boy did not know that when he passed gas, people could hear him. Yeah. (laughs) Really? So that was the first time in his life he had been taught that. When you are doing that, people can actually hear you. That's just bad parenting. And he, yeah. he couldn't believe that that was. And then he was like, well, are they all loud? <laughs> well, some are <laughs> better she, than others. And then he wanted yeah. to know, well, how would he know if it was loud or not? I mean, it got the whole lesson got very <laughs> specific. Like, yeah. I love that. I, I just thought that was super cute. Yeah, but where are his parents? That's so rude they, to not teach your kid about that. I would agree. agree. It might be something they never really thought of. I don't know. <sighs> yeah, that's <laughs> very it. interesting. It is super interesting. But I mean, I don't, I don't well, I it was know any deaf people, but that is something that like you, never you really probably wouldn't even think about. No. Because for you, it just comes natural. If you're passing gas, it's going to make a noise, but they don't know that. And why would you think to teach someone that? Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. When it happens, you'd think it would be like, hey, by the way, don't do that. People can hear you. Yes, but look at like how many people, well, this is not even anywhere near the same thing, but uh, eat poorly or, you know, are smacking their mouth and, you know, being right. a slob when they eat. Right. And their parents never say anything. Like, they don't teach them. Like, scooping up on your ass. I cannot. It is so rude. Parenting, number one. I should write a book about how to parent because I think oh, I could do it really? a lot better than a lot of people because that should be top priority. Teach your kid how to eat and not make mouth noises because True. good luck on a date, babes, because you're not getting a second one. Nope. If it's all the mouth noises. Lip smacking. And- Literally, people sound like they're making out with a dog. Yeah, it's. I'm bad. not sure what that sounds like. Um, <laughs> yeah. How do you know? What describe that, your what experience that with like. that. Yeah. yeah, I don't. But that's just what I would. Oh, well, Piper did, uh, or uh, Finley did, give her a big Ew, kiss this stop. morning. Ew. No, but anyway, that's kind of what it reminds me of. How many parents don't correct the eating? Yeah, you have to. They just think, oh, that's normal. But, I, but you're training your children. To be out in the open and be uh, part of that social contract where... Or look how many people hold their utensils wrong. But also, when I'm around kids that are eating that way, 
I'm like, well, how do the parents eat? Oh do the parents God. eat That's the same true. way and no one told them how to eat? Because I haven't been around a specific family's parents, but I know the kids eat awful. So I, it's probably I'm like, a chain. do they eat bad too? Maybe. I don't know. You got to break that chain, everyone, because Slow it's it down. ridiculous. Break it up. All right, my article is not coming up, but I, I'll tell you the gist of it. Uh, it has to do with the airport and traveling. And currently at MSP Airport, both terminals, you can serve alcohol between 6 a.m. and 2 a.m. So starting yeah. at 6 a.m. all the way till 2 a.m., wow. those are the cutoffs. Lit, lit, 6 a.m. Can't now, imagine. Um, the airports commission, which runs both airports, is looking to have that relaxed. Because there are some flights that you know go out. Las Vegas might go out at six o'clock. Cancun flights go out at six o'clock. No, and they want that relaxed so they can have patrons to the airport come in and have a cocktail at you know four thirty or when they're having breakfast they'll have a Bloody Mary or they might have a, a beer. Uh, good yeah. idea or bad idea? Horrible. Great idea. Great idea. I'm not surprised. I'm surprised it's not twenty four hours. Honestly, I am too. Well, it's and I don't know what I don't know what the reason is. Maybe that's just for maybe that's statewide. But isn't the airport? I always thought was a not sovereign, but because well, uh, I think most people I'm speaking generally here aren't going to the airport to get smashed. But I think you're having a girls' trip to Cancun, a morning mimosa, but your flight is super early. Like that's fun, and I don't think people are like those girls would be getting. Oh, would be drinking to get like belligerent. Oh, I cannot right. talk. Well, belligerently most, drunk. You're right. Most of the people uh, I've seen people at the bars, and they do. Some people do. There's a couple. Every once in a while, a couple will hit it pretty hard, and they're not allowed to fly. If you're intoxicated, they will not let you fly. The flight attendants will pick up on that that you just can't do it. One guy tried to bring a glass of wine <laughs> on the plane. So what he did is he just slammed it right there. And Perfect. the gate Dude. agent is like, uh, that's not the smartest thing even because if you are smelling like booze and you're stumbling down the jet bridge, they won't let you fly. But I think it all has to do with personal responsibility too. Okay, have that mimosa if you're going to Cancun or even, you know, do a tequila shot if you're, if you're in that mind frame. But getting liquored up happens so rarely that I think it's probably okay for the, uh, the uh, the laws to be bent a little bit and let them serve booze whenever they want. You're just I definitely self-policing. think so. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm surprised it's not 24 hours. I'll, I always I, love the the memes and, and whatnot of all like social rules, societal rules go out the window at the airport. Where it's like beer at 7 a.m. Sure, fall asleep on the ground. No one thinks twice. <laughs> right? Yes, well, that's very that's true. very true because people will sleep anywhere. Uh, the other day, there was a guy just sleeping at the gate. I don't know where he was going. He was all by himself. He wasn't laying on a pad. He wasn't. La- he didn't have a pillow. He just had an eye mask, and he was just laying there, and he was sleeping on the flat ground. I could never do that. That would be horrible. Well, as someone that has slept on the ground, uncarpeted ground, in the baggage claim, in a whole other country. Kyle. Yeah. Kyle. You, and we would sleep in shifts because I was paranoid that someone was going to steal our stuff while we were sleeping. It's awful. I don't. I can't fall asleep in an airport. It freaks me out. And I've just had bad experiences in airports. I have a photo of you when you were a baby, where your blanket is laid out on the ground <clears throat> at an airport. We had like a ten-hour delay oh, wow. coming out of Florida, and 
she was just sound asleep on the ground, just like this, as a baby. <laughs> so that was sleeping. So when you were in, uh, where were you, Barcelona? Yeah. So that was your second time yes. sleeping in the oh. airport on the floor. It was the worst moment of my <clears throat> life. Um, I have had uh, more airport nights than one would like. Yeah, you have. That's the thing, though. Everyone, if you fly, if you're lucky enough to fly standby, everyone's like, "Yeah, you can fly standby free flights." And yeah, it is awesome. But when you are stuck in an airport for an extended amount of time, or you have to spend the night in an airport, you are like, "Standby is the worst thing um, ever." But okay, you're not paying for the flight. When you're paying for the flight, okay, and yeah. that happens, that is really bad. Yeah. And that's happened to Dad and I more than once coming out of Florida where they're nine and ten hour delays right. and it's really Un- maddening. Unleash maimed dog. Yes. So get you on oh, the next me, flight. I almost got arrested. Yeah. They called security on me and my sister once. Wow. Yep. Yep. Mom. Well, Bring back that mom. When they yeah. have crews that time out and stuff like that and there's really there's nothing yeah, you can depends. do. It really it's 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 horrible, and that's the ugliest part of flying. Whether you're flying standby or flying full fare, I will say though I'm gonna give Delta huge credits because I was not a paying customer, but I was trying to get out of Newark, and everything was delayed because I think it was weather or time. I don't remember, but like super delayed. Delta is bringing out like snacks, drinks around the clock. Like they made that situation. Really good for everyone, mm-hmm. even They're though it stunk. That. Like I, like I said, I was not a paying customer, so I was bummed out. But I really couldn't and the thing be is, out. I feel like they roll that stuff out right away. Instantly, too. they don't. They like, don't play games. And say, oh, they've been waiting for three hours. It's now let's the bring flight's it out. delayed. Let's get the snacks Ex- out and the yeah. free water out, and that's yeah. instantly. Mm-hmm. I have noticed that <clears throat> I've only been there three years. My friend that works at the airport, but. Um, People are much more aggressive right now. Okay, when when you have a ten hour delay and you're in Fort Myers and you're with your baby and you're a paying customer, you got a legitimate complaint. That's that's really bad. You can get in somebody's face. Nowadays, though, if there's even a slight delay or somebody isn't going to be sitting next to someone, people are extremely aggressive. They're very rude, and I think people right now feel very entitled. The the type of traveler isn't very sophisticated anymore. And these people are at the at the drop. They come into the airport saying, how are you screwing me over here right now? To the to the airport employees, as if the 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 airline, whatever airline it is, is trying to screw them over somehow mm-hmm. or they're they're getting cheated. And that's kind of the mindset right now. And it's really uh, I think it's changed from years ago when, when people well, were a little more mellow. I think it has to do with the lack of customer service in the airline industry now. Could be. Not all airlines. But yeah. yeah, I think a lot of them don't care. Or the I'm we all know I'm a huge I want that one to one, I want that someone talking to me. Everything that's like online now, like, oh you check in at with a kiosk with not a person. Yeah, and it's like, okay. Thank God. I don't like that. <laughs> I like that. I want someone there. I'm doing it right. I'm all checked in. Here's my bag. I'm making contact with you. I just, I like the person there. Well, first things it first. It just costs 10 times the cost. So your, your tickets are going to be way more expensive mm-hmm. if they have to pay workforces like that. And time. <clears throat> it's fine. But the... 
airline that does it the best is Southwest. Southwest, um, here's your ticket price, and you get, uh, a, what is it, one or two free bags. I forget what the uh, – uh, Shauna can tell me over at the Southwest what they charge for. There, When you go up to the counter, and if your bags are included in your price and you don't have to pay for bags, that is a marketing – uh, genius way Agreed. to roll well, because yeah. you think you're sticking it to the man when you go up to the Delta or the Sun Country or whatever United counter and they say uh, your carry on's forty and your check bag is forty. People go nuts. But what ticks me off about that is that in your t- when you are buying a ticket. That is out there. It's not like you get up to that counter and it's a surprise. It's very. I just bought a ticket from Delta. I have the Delta card, so I get a free check bag. Okay. But it is very clear that this is what you can bring on the plane. If you want to check a bag, you pay money. It's not a surprise to anyone that's buying a ticket. And why people get up there and are complaining they have to pay to check a bag, it, while you buy your ticket, you know that you have to pay. But most people don't look into the details. They just... It's it's clear when you're buying a ticket. It's like right there in your face. If you want to buy a bag, here's the price now. Here's the price when you do it at the gate. It's one of the steps in purchasing a or ticket. Or you can be like me. Learn how to pack. Yes. Nope. That's key. And you can have a very small bag that literally I can fit a week's worth of clothes in and still come home with things that I didn't wear. Right. Uh, I'm with nope. you, Dee. I yep. need several outfits for different pictures. Oh, one one key thing for women nope. is a dress. Because you can pack five different dresses that take up very little room and you have a different outfit every day. It's not multiple pieces. One sweater can go with all the dresses. Mm. It's a very simple way to pack. That's well, true. Well, why, you know, when most people uh, understand how to travel, it's the people that come up with. They have a big purse, and their purse is stuffed. You can't fit an, an ounce of air in it. And then they have a, another carry-on bag that they're going to carry on. So they have a huge oversized purse. They have a, a maybe a backpack that they're going to do carry-on with. And then they think they're going to bring another bag of uh, that's in a, a Walmart bag, a plastic bag, yeah. on and it has some of their snacks and stuff like that. So that's already three bags. So you should have... You get a personal item, and then you have either carry-on or checked bags. That's part of the problem, too, and those are the people that argue the most. You mean you're charging me $40 to bring on this? Well, you already have three bags. What what do you expect? That's, you know, you're you're adding more weight to the um, uh, aircraft, and it's just... I don't think people uh, realize that that's why they do it. Right, exactly. Limit the number of bags, because you cannot just have an unlimited amount of weight added to the airport. Plane. Correct. Yeah. Correct. So that's uh, how do we get started on yeah, that? Oh, we started crazy. with the uh, alcohol. So, <laughs> so that makes us want to go have a drink right now. No, uh, five thirty in the morning, uh, five fifteen, whatever the case may be. Uh, I'm okay, even as an airport employee. Um, I, I don't have a problem with people bellying up to the bar at five a.m. because most people are responsible and don't. Uh, what are you, a helicopter over there? What's going on? This is the longest topic ever, and nobody cares about ticket prices for airlines. Really? Okay. Yeah. Everybody cares about if they can booze or not. Uh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. What you got, Gabe? What you know about streetwear? Well, mine is about Florida. It's in Florida, so it's kind of like 
traveling. We were just talking about that. But a guy went to the gas station with his 18-foot boat and tried filling it up. It was brand new. And he put the gas into a fishing pole holder, and it ruined the entire boat. <laughs> and the fire department had to come and clean it up in hazmat suits, and they had to shut down the whole gas station, and it was just a mess. Oh, God. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> how fail? I mean, how can a guy like that even fill out the paperwork to buy a boat? <laughs> That's the thing. If it's his boat, how does he not know where the gas goes at this point? Well, it must have been brand new, yeah. Oh. But he put $60 worth of gas and pumped it into the cockpit of the boat. Dude. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Let's hope he had That's insurance awesome. or something. What did he have? Oh. He had a little Boston Whaler? Yeah, it looks like it. Oh, dude. That stinks. A Boston Whaler? Yeah, I don't That's know. That's the type of boat. Yeah, like a little skiff or whatever that uh, won't, they're almost impossible to uh, to flip oh, yeah. over. How are they almost impossible to flip over? They don't sink. They just they they they'll roll. They'll go back and forth, but they don't. You really can't. It's extremely difficult to sink. No boat is unsinkable, as we know. If you but, sink one of these, you're stupid, and you don't deserve to have a boat. If you sink mm-hmm. one of these, you are going to put gas in the uh, fishing hole pole cockpit. <laughs> yep. So he ruined his whole boat, brand new, huh? Well, I don't know. It says that they cleaned up. Most of the gas, and there's no injuries or anything. Well, so, I'd imagine you could pump it out of there, but the smell would probably... I yeah. Yeah. Forget that. that you could pump a boat with gas at a gas station. I always thought you had to put it in the little red things, and then... Well, if the boat <laughs> is on a trailer... I never and thought out of the water. That. Why would it matter if it's coming out of the little red thing? I don't know. That'd be, a, that'd be a lot for a big yeah. boat. There's a lot of little <laughs> red things. That is my favorite part of the boat, the little red things. Yeah. <laughs> well, she's right, though. Yeah. A lot of people use, you, you keep the little reserve can. Or you're on a dock getting gas. I just right. never you thought you could roll up on land. So it's boat. on a trailer. You, the boat's not r- rolling down the road. <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking. They're not driving the boat. This. I was so confused. That is oh, so funny. Sophia. I'm glad you're less confused now. Me too. Yeah, me so, three. By the way, little red gas cans, the most over-engineered thing ever. The crafts that they have to get gas out of those now, they're impossible to pour any gas out of. Uh, they made them so damn complicated on the nozzle. Because of the no-drip? Me yeah. and Gabe just experienced that the other night. We were... Yeah. Uh, a while ago, we were trying to fill up a s- snowblower. I always want to say snowmobile. A snowblower with gas, and there's the gas can sitting next to it. Yeah. Us, we're two idiots trying to figure out how to make the gas come out. We're, like, trying to turn things. No. Well, you put the the black nozzle into the gas thing, and you push down, and the gas comes no, out. but it had a safety right. feature where yeah. you had to pull it off You pulled a little pin. didn't know that. Yeah, we had no idea. Yeah. We're literally in the garage like, what the heck? Why isn't this working? How stupid are we? And they are I so just end heavy. I just spilling gas. I just spill gas everywhere because yeah. it's so hard to get any yeah. gas out. Yes. We were, we were at my friend's oh my. house, and they live on a lake, and we were trying to fill up the jet ski. And I was holding it, and I it, I couldn't get it in the thing, and it, like, popped off, and gas went all over my face. Oh, that's and gosh, yeah. Tell me these things. I, just, I jumped to the lake, and I was like, this is the grossest thing I've ever had. And his skin is melting off. Yeah. yeah. That's a lot, massively I'm terrified of water. Engineered. 
Over-engineered. I, I have a collection of antique gas cans if anyone wow. wants to borrow one anytime. Oh, we got They don't make them like they used to, that's for sure. Those are cool because you can just pour gas right out of them. That's correct. <laughs> that's how I ended up with all these gas cans. Well, oh, gosh. We've never used There's them, a though. fun fact about the Mikulski family and one member in particular who right, cannot throw anything away. We've had this conversation yep. ten times. I think we do it every week, don't we? <laughs> All right, Super Bowl picks around the horn. Dad is choking at this moment. Excuse me. I was collecting oh, coughs. I am. If I'm being entirely honest, um, I have no idea who's in the Super Bowl. That's my boy. Yes, oh my God. If, if San Francisco yes. wins, they will uh, be tied with uh, the New England Patriots for most Super Bowl wins. San Fran, then. If Kansas City <laughs> wins, they will win. They're 1-1 one one in Super Bowls. They beat the Vikings, and then they lost last year to New England. They would be 2-1. I'm rooting for Kansas City Chiefs because I like... Uh, Mahomes, whose father was a pitcher for the Minnesota Twins, so he spent some time here in Minnesota, and I just think he's a all-round good guy, and I hope that he wins. I want Kansas. 49ers, cutest quarterback. Woo! That's how we're doing that, huh? Okay, who I want to win would be the Chiefs, who will win the 49ers. Ooh. I just wow. think Kansas City Mother is kind dear. of redneck and not me. I'm just hoping for a good game. I hate blowouts. I just hope they keep it classy. Yeah, yeah. keep it classy. Can I just say that it's really confusing to me that Kansas City isn't in Kansas? What? It's on the border. Wait, it's Missouri. It? Well, there's Kansas City, no. Kansas, and Kansas City, it, Missouri. It's in both. Yeah. Okay. They weird. have, yeah, it's on the border of the state. It's in both. Yeah, and I'm not here for that, then. But technically, it's Kansas City, Missouri. Yeah. Very but, odd. Even though it's right there. So, see, yeah, uh, we're not here for it. I, I respect D. I, I think you have the correct prediction there. I want a Kansas City win. I think it's actually going to be a pretty good game. Uh, but I think 49ers are the, probably the better team. I did hear someone predict today, a sports person, saying that it will go into overtime and the Chiefs will win in the end. Well, that's stressful. Ooh. That's fun. Really? I would like a good game. Let's do it. I just hope that the teams are playing well together. Or what is that? I'm cheering for both teams. Who would say that? Because... What are you pointing at? Oh, my God. No, wait. wait. She spelled quarterback. Oh, my God. Oh, what? Oh. Sophia? No. Um, she spelled it C-O-U-R-T-E-R. I have dyslexia. That's not no, dyslexia. That's, not dyslexia. that's called <laughs> stupidity. Well, no. no, no. I, just, I just spell things how I hear them in my head. So quarterback. 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 Hey, it's not well. a quarterback. There's like a fullback, halfback, like and quarter, quarter. one-fourth. I don't know. Oh, my Alrighty. cute woman. All righty, people. I think we're probably ready for the music. We'll uh, we'll go back to school here and uh, straighten everything straighten everything back out. Matthew, enjoy your Super Bowl Sunday. Sorry you're missing all the festivities over here. You're missing some good chow. I'll let you know how my meatballs turn out. Yeah, I want a picture. Please do. I want to pick. All right. All right. We love you. We'll talk to you later, Maddie. Email Sounds us good. at go the Chief. Oh, yep. Email us at the podcast family at gmail.com. Or find us on any social media. Give us a Super Bowl review, will you? That's what we want. We want a Super Bowl review. We don't care. We just like contact oh. back and forth. I thought you were going to say something, Meme. 
Oh, sorry. I put my hand over to the music. Gabe, any parting thoughts? Way to shake your head, okay? Well, I I didn't have my mic on because we're done with the podcast. Gotcha, done with the podcast. I am psyched to go make some delicious sliders. And I got a little surprise, too. You like surprises? More more cheating. Yeah. I'm going to cheat like hell today. I need to do that to beat you because you are so good. Sophia, I'm going to put my shoes back on now. All right, we love you for listening. Thank you. Tell five friends, okay? Tell five friends. And if you are thinking about advertising, we are now taking on advertisers. We're uh, we're sick of self-supporting this thing. And we will make sure that people patronize your business. Table Talk signing off. February 2nd. Go.